If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the umps and making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah! It's non-stop baseball podcast. It's non-stop baseball What is up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 105 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Ooh. We are indeed back. We're June is through. We're all up into July now. You're no listening more June to swoons. No more June swoons, June glooms. It's coming out on July 4th. Happy July 4th, everybody. Mm-hmm. Happy America to you all. Um, yeah, I am Noah, joined as always by Brian and Adam. Brian, how are you doing on this July 4th Eve? Dude, oh, I'm doing great. Oh, it is episode 106. Fun fact. Oh, fun fact, not 105, indeed 106. Yeah. And I mean, I've had a wonderful day. My uh law firm decided today would also be a paid holiday for us. So I was enjoying today just resting. And doing a lot of nothing. It's been a blast for me. Those are the best kinds of days. Yeah. Just was very unproductive. Just absolutely ideal. What about you, Adam? Yeah. No Jays game today. Mentally recovering from the uh, (laughs) Red Sox series. Um, You know, that's uh, they're given to us. What we did to them last year is what it is. So, uh, yeah. And I actually did have work today. So. Maybe not that much mentally Ooh. recovering. Sounds like fun. Yeah, whatever. It's not all yeah. that bad. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, beach day pretty much all day today with brothers, oh, yeah. in-law, dad's sister, uh, niece. It was crazy in the water all day. Got to take advantage of being in California. Uh, also, Is it sunny today? It was sunny enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it's out pro- the window right now and I'm like, oh, it's a bit cloudy. Uh, <laughs> but it is seven o'clock. Santa so Cruz, is- Santa Cruz was like, it was cloudy, sunny in and out, but it was definitely oh, yeah. warm enough to be comfortable outside and go in the water. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, it's probably not as uh, oppressively hot as it is over here this weekend. So <laughs> we are, I think we no, I think we had will- a cool, crisp 108, I think, yesterday. Yeah, dude. I went to the A's game and it hit 95 and I was struggling on Sunday, <laughs> Saturday. Wait, when did I go? Saturday. I was struggling. Yeah. yeah but I got to see a walk-off win. Go A's. Ooh, go A's. Go. Um, yep. It's still 40 games under 500, but you know, it is what it is. Whatever. Who cares? No one cares about records anymore. <laughs> well, I, the important yeah, thing is... The, no, no, no. The important thing is that they are now uh, statistically confirmed better record than the what was it the cleveland spiders the worst record in mlb history so we're yeah, we're doing all right cleveland spiders it could always be worse what a name awesome. yeah. Great. Well, i mean dude the, the a's did beat dylan cease so that that's a big that's win pretty for big. Cleveland athletics that's a big win you know um, who uh dylan cease also did not beat Oh, show here. A lot of people. Well, actually, a lot of a lot of people this year. But um, 
Never mind. I think that might have been last week when Shohei Otani destroyed a bomb <laughs> off of Cease, but still Shohei is uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Ten strikeouts, two homers to start the week on Monday, and he just kept hitting homers throughout the week. I've got the the June numbers up in front of me right now, and me and Adam for the podcast were talking about how impressive Corey Seager is with 43 hits this month and just 15 doubles, five homers. Like, incredible player. Shohei Otani's OPS is still 300 points better than Corey Seager's in June. It's like, <laughs> wow. I, oh, <laughs> my God. I, yeah. What Shohei does, and I've pulled I've pulled this up over here just because it's funny, and I, it, this is just what it reminds me of, and I forgot how good this blurb is because it's just exactly Shohei, but Shohei Otani is the real-life version of Pablo Sanchez from Backyard Baseball. It is true. And I'm, I'm <laughs> going to read the Pablo Sanchez blurb in from Backyard Baseball. Pablo Man, does not speak... Backyard Baseball yeah. back, by the way. Oh, for sure. I'm just going to replace Pablo with Shohei. Shohei does not speak any English, it seems, but he knows the language of baseball and knows it well. Simply put, this kid is good. (laughs) (laughs) He rakes. Nickname Secret Weapon. (laughs) Nickname Secret Weapon. And if you played backyard baseball, you you know how good. You know. You know. You know Pablo Sanchez is is wild. I almost said Pablo Lopez right now, and that would have been... Incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, I mean, we got into a little bit of Shohei, but before we get deeper into some of the good performances of this week, uh, including some some Jazz Chisholm coming back, a little sneak preview there, oh. do we want to talk a little about all-star game rosters that are live? Yeah. We yeah, can, sure. we we can, can do, do all-star. We can pull up the rosters. Yeah, I mean, definitely some interesting all-star selections i think um they always are i mean Before they're, we they're talk about all-star history. selections can we really quick talk about the all-star jerseys this year which oh. i think are probably the best all-star jerseys i've seen since they've done the like you don't wear your team since which, they've done like actual jerseys which i which, hate by the by way, way. <laughs> we brought it up it's horrible but it is what it is right they're it's trying dumb. to make more money blah 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 but this iteration of the all-star jerseys is by far the best. Like there it's like a play on the Seattle Mariners yeah. colors and it has that like little subtle, I guess, camo like design. It's, it's sort of, it's almost oceany, not really like camo ish. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like waves. Maybe you could also like think it's like mountain ranges too. It's, yeah, it's a good, like that. but it's, but that, that's the kind of like, I like that sort of ambiguity, right? Like it could it's be the subtle design. Yeah. yeah. It's whatever you want to see in it is what it kind of looks like. But no, I agree. Colors are good. It's the Seattle. Um, I think the American league is in sort of a teal and the national leagues in a darker blue. Um, Dude, it looks like really so, good. So long. They just did that like dark Navy blue and the bright red. And it's just like, yeah, those are tired good. of seeing that every year. Like, I just want to uh, see something new. Yeah, I like that they're doing something new. I like that they're incorporating the Seattle stuff. But I'm going to be honest, these give off some big slow-pitch softball jersey vibes to me. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah. Are you telling me slow-pitch softball's not the peak of athleticism? No. Actually, hold on. Let me... These. You know what these look like to me? Oh, man. Wait a minute. Oh, yep. Oh, they do kind of look like these. Oh no! I'm gonna link this. Like? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna link oh, this over here to you guys real quick. Uh, they look, oh, they look kind of like a jersey that I've worn before, uh, which is Storm <laughs> bowling jerseys. 
they um, give off bowling. For- they do kind of uh, low-key give off bowling jersey vibes. Um, which I, I think they're dude, they're so much better than the past iterations of oh, all-star jerseys. Hey, look, I bowling jerseys low-key slap, all right? So <laughs> nah, nah, because they no, they do because they get away with anything. Like there is some straight up absurd bowling jerseys, and I love that about them. But I I, I will yeah. say though, I dislike the hats. I do not like the star next to the logo of the yeah. teams. It's just like I get what you're trying to do. It's the all star team, but like I don't it know. Just looks like you're putting an asterisk next to the team's logo. <laughs> I don't I don't super hate it. I think the color of the hats are good. I still like that. Okay. I still like that the hats still are the team logos for the players is nice but yeah i don't know they they are they are better than previous ones but still uh not as we good as need just to wait to see them in action let's see them in action before sure. we yeah. fully commit but uh i think that's enough talking about jerseys yeah let's uh, talk do about we want to do american league or national league first i'm down for either al is listed at the top on this page that i and got let's do al and let's just start with starters only like yep. let's not worry about the yep, benches because yep. you could debate about benches all day to be honest boy oh boy yeah so for the american league we have catcher jonah heim first baseman yandy diaz second baseman marcus simeon third base josh young i believe yep. young 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 it's young right? and then shortstop Corey seager uh, let's just do the infield first and then we'll go do outfield dh afterwards what do you guys think about those five names I just listed off for you? A whole lot of Texas. A whole lot of Texas. Deserved, true. but a whole lot of Texas. Yeah, so at catcher, I think Jonah Heim was the correct pick. Uh, Jonah Heim's having an incredible year. Adley Rush would be fun, but Adley Rushman's not having the season. Jonah yeah. Heim is. Yeah, Rushman's having a solid year, but yeah, Jonah Heim's been awesome. He's He's been absolutely electric. Um, you know, I mean, Rutschman made it as a reserve, so nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. And then we have first base of Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz having a great season. Awesome uh, season. I think he deserves it. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. He, he would have been my vote. Um, yeah, I'm that's a okay in my book. Yeah. In my book, I'm also okay with Marcus Simeon. I like him there at second. Yeah, AL second base is <laughs> yeah AL second base is kind of wild. There's really Marcus Simeon, and then it's a kind of a weird uh, who's the next person. But yeah, yeah. so Marcus Simeon good now shortstop Seager. It Beast. was Corey Seager. It makes sense. I know when I when this first came out, I was talking briefly to know about it, where I was like, oh man, it wasn't Boba because Boba has been having an awesome year as well. Um. But well, yeah, I mean, if you look at War, no, Bichette is point two ahead of Seager. Yeah, but he's now in fan graphs. And then if you look Bichette's at Bichette's War, Bichette's War is three. Uh, Corey Seager is two point eight, and Wander Franco's is three point seven. That's what I'm gonna. Yep. Yeah, that's what, yeah, I'm gonna that's what I was about to throw. Wander out. Franco might be the the leading yeah. shortstop candidate. He's not even on the team. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, probably it's, that the, is interesting. Uh, probably <laughs> the biggest snub of the AL All Star. Would be Wander Franco. Yeah. It's kind of wild that Wander Franco is Kevin not. Cash really benched him from the All Star game too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Dang, weird. I happens. 
I wonder why <laughs> that the people didn't vote in Wander. I, I feel like young. I feel like that's just him being young. I feel like we see this I mean, happen to young guys because he's on the Rays. Like that's what really hurts him. He's sure. young and on the Rays. Okay, he's Josh Young on the best team in. Baseball. Josh Young is young. <laughs> Josh Young, yeah, Jonah but, Heim, like, but like, no, look, I, I, yeah, there, Rosarena. There's something, about, there's something about the market of the Rays yeah, and yeah. just players in no, the Rays for sure. Like. I feel like, dude, we already have two starters from the Rays on this team. Like, we'll get to the other one in a second, but like, there was no world, like, with how much America likes the Rays, there was going to be three starters on this team. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it is but still, I it think is still Franco surprising. is, you could argue Franco was the most deserving of all of them. I mean, in the American League, he literally has the fourth most war. Yeah. yeah, well, and, and Franco, one of the guys and, ahead of him shouldn't even count because, frankly, Otani's not a normal baseball player. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like Franco and the other Ray, or one of the other Rays uh, on the starting lineup, are kind of two guys that almost transcend the Rays marketing sphere, especially uh, yeah. the other guy. Um, yeah, the guy sure. we'll get to in a sec. Yeah. Uh, so let's do the outfield, or I guess third base, Josh Young, uh, deserved. I, yes, I still think Jose Ramirez should be the starting oh, third base. I, for... I think I think the only reason J Ram probably doesn't get started is because of the he had a slow start to the season. Yeah. He is he has picked it up big time and is playing like he like you know he can. But boy, was he bad at the start of the season. Yeah, and yeah. and it also does not help that Cleveland is just not a good team right now. Yeah, I have no problem with Devers being left off the the team but it is crazy like because he's had the homer and the rbi numbers all year and now he's really starting to hit we might look back at the end of the year saying man this is rafael devers best year of his career just because i'm i got a really good feeling that average is gonna and ops are gonna be right where they normally are but just with like 40 homers and 120 something rbi and it's gonna be funny to be like and he didn't even make he wasn't an (laughs) all-star yeah yeah this is a weird one we we do need to shout out Josh Young though. Batting average 272, OPS 810, 17 home runs, 50 RBIs. Dude's been awesome. Dude's having a great season. Yeah, dude really has been is. awesome. So, yeah, don't take anything away from him. Uh the outfield of the American League, we have Mike Trout, Randy Rosarena, Aaron Judge, and Shohei Otani as your DH. Randy in the home run DH derby. Is Ooh. as obvious as possible. Oh, yeah, Randy in the home run derby. That's going to be electric. This kind of feels like, I know Randy's year, like you could say Randy's year was the like breakout rookie year where he literally like put the entire raise on his back in the playoffs. Quote unquote rookie year. I think it was his third year in the league or something. (laughs) Well, yeah, but not even the way rookie years. With the he way won rookie of the year work. next year too, which yeah, is crazy. yeah, because <laughs> so he didn't play enough regular. He didn't play in <laughs> regular season to technically be a rookie, but uh, I feel like this is kind of like Randy's like full on coming out party because of the WBC performance he had and oh, like yeah. all the Man. clippable things, and then coming into this year, the incredibly hot start the Rays had. Randy Rosarena is just flat out electric. Uh, definitely belongs to be here. I mean, two point nine WAR. I have one big problem. Actually, I actually have two big problems. There's two outfielders that are not starters. And honestly, quite frankly, I think they should be here above any of these three guys. It's just no that room. Randy. Luis Robert Jr. Robert. Yeah. Is it Robert or Robert? Robert. 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 
Because when I was at the A's game, they definitely said Robert. I think he's, um, I don't know about anymore, but when he first came over, he said he's fine, however you pronounce either. it. But yeah. He, yeah, he typically pronounces it Robert. Okay. And then the other one is Adelise Garcia. I don't yeah. know how those guys aren't there. Adelise Garcia has been so insanely good this year. I mean, pretty sure, I don't know if he still leads the league in RBIs, but the dude has 69 RBIs. Yeah, he's wild. Bro, we're not at the All-Star break yet. You got 69 RBIs. His OPS is 839, six stolen bases, 21 home runs. Yeah, he still leads the league in RBI. He still leads the league in RBI, um, just narrowly ahead of Shohei. It's so stupid. Um, I kind of understand why Judge is there, just because he was off to that ridiculous start, and obviously he doesn't get hurt. He's on this team. Even as is, he's... Mike Trout's still up there in War Two. Yeah, I mean it's the I, I kind of thing know. where where you know in a world where Trout and Judge are playing and playing even remotely to the level that you know they can, which they have been, um, they're gonna win fan voting every time. Because those are your global names. Those are those are the I names just... that every baseball fan knows. Um don't get me wrong, Adelise Garcia, insanely impressive. Also a pretty solid defensive outfielder as well. Um, so, you know, incredible year from him. Should, does he deserve the start over an injured judge? Yeah, probably does. But is he ever going to win that fan vote? Probably not. Dude, I just realized how good Mike Trout is in his bad year. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Homie absurd. still has an 860 OPS. Yeah, <laughs> this is a it's bad his, year. Yeah, and if he finishes with an 860, it'll be his worst OPS since his, since his day, uh, rookie season. Where he played forty games because he yeah. technically won Rookie of the Year the next year. Yeah, the dude's the dude's got an eight fifty six OPS, which is a full hundred and forty points under his average career average. Dude, this OPS. Is, Mike Trout is not human. No, he's absurd. Um, that is insane. So, but that's the kind of thing that I'm saying. Like Trout playing even below his career average is still an insane, unbelievable player. And on top of that, is like a national face of baseball and so even if Adelise Garcia is having a better year in whatever metric you choose to say he's having a better year in I I mean your average baseball fan voting for an all-star game does not know Adelise Garcia as much as they know Trout or Judge yeah no for For that matter yeah AL Um, outfield is pretty crazy uh, like thinking about because I know going into this, it's like, well, who have been some of the best performers on the Red Sox? You're thinking Yoshida Verdugo, who's been who's pretty much locked up right field gold glove and is right at the top with hits, doubles, and a mid like 820s OPS. And it's just like boom, not even on there. And then there's like some other snubs that maybe even ahead of him, too. It's just it's a lot of talented outfielders. Yeah, yeah. Ton- I mean, that's that's just the thing with AL outfield. Like, there's just so many so many good players that just, you know, you, you can't, they can't all be on the all-star team. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys have anything else to say about the AL starters? Um, I mean, not, not the starters. I know. Yeah. We, we could get into the bench players in a second. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've already kind of talked about a lot of the bench players, uh, Rutschman, uh, Bichette, J Ram, Robert, uh, Jordan Alvarez also coming in as an outfielder which I think the only reason he's in as an outfielder is because somebody from Oakland has to be on the all-star team and it's Brent Rooker. 
So mm-hmm. he comes in as a DH. Um, so that I mean that just Which, further pushes more outfielders out of the pool. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's just the new All Star Game rules. Every team has to have one. Um, Austin Hayes makes it for Baltimore, um, and then Guerrero is your backup first baseman, and then kind of the weird well, one. Uh, give me Josh Taylor over Vlad. Let well, me, and you, let me say that. And you say you need two A's. I mean, you need an A, but the A's have two players in the All-Star game, because I believe Trevor May also made the All-Star game. Mm. Trevor May? No. I believe he no? made the All-Star team. He might have been a substitute. Oh, he said Maybe he's going to be a host. I read his tweet wrong. Yeah. He's headed that. to the MLB All-Star game as a host on MLB Network. Yeah. So, that makes way more sense. Yeah, Vlad, Vladdy makes it as a as your first base reserve, and I agree, probably better options. Um, but I think the big one that everyone was questioning is uh, Whit Merrifield is your reserve second baseman. Oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah that's, uh... I love Whit Merrifield, man. I like him a lot, and he's having a decent year. But boy, it's not an All Star year. <laughs> no, he should not be on this team. Um, but when you look at who else it could have been, it suddenly starts to make at least a little bit more sense. Um, not a lot of sense, admittedly, but a little more sense. Um, because you look at, you know, your, your sort of qualified second baseman pool, and it's obviously Simeon taking it. Um, the real all-star that it should be is probably Brandon Drury. Um, Drury's had an awesome year so far, but he's hurt. He just got hurt. He just got put on the IL. So, okay. Well, any place for the Angels, and you don't know anybody on the Angels that's not Trout or Otani. Um, you're certainly not going to remember who Brandon Drury is. Um... Could have been maybe a Glaber Torres, but again, I feel like not one of the Yankees players anyone is going to vote for. And if you're not a Yankees fan, you're not going to vote for him because that's and, and Andres Jimenez is having a bad season. He right, would have been. And so it's this weird like season. Yeah, and so it's this weird kind of thing where you go, well, <laughs> I guess to a Merrifield. <laughs> yeah, another guy I think would have got it. Healthy, like I'm curious if the these rosters, like I almost wish they were announced before. Like it would have been this guy if not injured. Yeah, but I guess I, that is because Aaron Judge is in the outfield. Like, yeah, I don't know. Brandon Lau is another guy or Low. I always say Lau. It's a Low. Brandon Low. I think it's Brand- Brandon Lau. Josh Low. Yes. Yeah. It's Brandon Lau. And Lau. Okay. So whatever. Like Brandon Lau was having a really good season, but he's definitely cooled off as late. Yeah. He had a really good start. Yeah, stats are a lot worse now than I thought they were earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I mean, to be fair, I think Merrifield's the same way. Merrifield started off the like, season pretty strong, and then Altuve didn't play enough. I yeah, I don't even think Altuve qualifies. Yeah. So yeah, so, it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, <laughs> yep. And so, yeah, American Merrifield. League second basemen are brutal. Yeah, it's a rough. I would have preferred them just put an extra shortstop on the roster. Like, why do we have to have two? Right. Like, or yeah, natural I mean, second baseman. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, why is Merrifield in and Wander Franco isn't? Right? Yeah. Like yeah, that's exactly. kind of that's kind of wild. Like, yeah, I know they're listed as separate positions, but also yeah. worth You're also noting, none of the reserve players, because this is not how reserve players work, are marked at their position. They're just marked as infielders. They can oh, the be anybody. One I'm looking at the one I'm looking at has them marked as their position because oh, it has really? shortstop. Interesting. The shortstop Vlad, uh, 
Shortstop, I said Vlad. I mean, blah, like blah, blah. first Boba baseman, Shet. Vlad. Okay, interesting. Second baseman, Witt. Third baseman, Jose Ramirez. Yeah, so it looks like it does have it. MLB, yeah, MLB.com has them as but, just infielders. Well, yeah, then I look at National League, and on the bench, you have second, first, first, third, short. Right, they're just infielders. Oh, but that still is that still is one each position, though. Hmm. Interesting. Weird, but uh, I don't know. It should be Franco. Yeah. It shouldn't be Merrifield. But hey, cool. Good for Witt. <laughs> Good for Whit Merrifield. Uh, um, okay, let's talk I've, about National League. Yeah, National League. Or do we want to do AL pitchers. We, we can do AL pitching as well. I'm, I feel like pitching is just a lot to mention, but we'll run through the names real quick. We got Felix Bautista, Yinier Cano, Luis Castillo, Emmanuel Classe, Garrett Cole, Nathan Ivaldi, Kevin Gosman, Sonny Gray, Kenley Jansen, Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> yeah, somebody from Detroit. One. Shane McClanahan, <laughs> Shohei Otani, and Framber Valdez. Somebody has to make uh, it from Detroit. Yeah, yeah no. Really off that list. Yeah, I just didn't pitch enough, but your June pitcher of the month, uh, James Paxton, has been awesome. He has but been just awesome. doesn't have enough. Just doesn't have enough uh, innings under his belt to make the team. I feel like a guy who does have enough innings, that's like a kind of weird admission, but you only can have so many starters would be George Kirby. He's had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. Good see Kirby just, there. Do they only do five starters? That makes sense why he's not on here. You think? No, they do more than Castillo, that. Cole, Gos- no, they do way more Gosman, than that. Gray, McClanahan, Valdez. Isn't McClanahan hurt? Yeah, so he'll be he'll be replaced. But he's just been awesome, so they gotta have, yeah. get him well, on there for put, his reference page. Yeah, I hope they put uh, George Kirby in because shout out George Kirby. Yeah, George Kirby's been really really solid. For, uh, for also, Seattle. how do we feel about the rule that every team has to have one? Because Michael Lorenzen, I don't I, want to hate on the guy. He pitches in Vans, cool guy, but uh, I don't know. His it, stats are not all star. Yeah, it's kind of it's interesting, right? I think it takes a lot of well. Let me think. I think of how I want to word this. I think like, that you, I think that every team having an all star is only egregious if it is not fan-voted. But because it's fan-voted, and therefore the all-star selection barely even matters as a f- way of saying that this player is actually good and deserving, means that I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I read somewhere that it's only one-third fan-voted. Yeah, the rest of it, there's like player and voting and other stuff like that. But fan-voting yeah. can still swing it pretty hard. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for a guy like Michael Lorenzen, like, how do you even look at this All-Star game? Especially because, like, obviously, it's his first All-Star game. He's 31 years old, first career All-Star game. But, like, are you proud of it? Like, yeah, do you look I at I don't want to say you're not proud of it, but, like, you pitched 14 games to a 4-2 ERA. Your record's 2-6. and six. Yeah, it's it's it, rough, I right? It's rough. I don't know. It's It's the kind of thing where you can't... There's no win. Right. Do the Tigers have no better option though? Uh, it's stuff. it's. I think it's not that the Tigers don't have a better option. It's that they don't have a better option in a position that doesn't have vastly better options. Yeah, that's weird. Like, because like you could. Yeah, Riley Green just hasn't played enough, and outfield is stacked. Yeah. Uh, Jake Rogers been solid, but I think they probably just wanted to throw Salvi a bone. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, like. Riley Green probably would have been my vote for Detroit, but like, cool. All right, which outfielder are you kicking out for Riley Green? 
Yeah, Erod. <laughs> Erod is injured right now, though. I and they want they want the actual person to be at the All Star game. Yeah. Uh, yeah if sense. it was just sense. like if Erod wasn't injured, it'd be him, and I think things just wouldn't yeah. be talked about. Nobody quite as would much. be upset about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So so, yeah. so you like, look yeah, at it. That makes sense. And of the healthy pitchers that the Tigers have, Lorenzen's the best one. So. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, okay, National League starters, uh, we'll do the same thing, infield, first, and outfield. We got catcher Sean Murphy, first base Freddie Freeman, second base Luis Arias, third base Nolan Hernando, shortstop Orlando, Orlando Arcia. Uh, one of these names are not like the other. I don't yeah. know if that's just me saying that, but uh, Orlando Arcia is uh, interesting. He's been legit. He's been pretty good. He's been good, but like starting ulcer guy. Uh, who's I mean, a better shortstop? Who's a better NL? NL shortstop? I would Swanson. no personally. Uh, Dansby. What is yeah? What are Dansby's numbers. Dansby. Dansby's not been as good offensively. Certainly, um, I don't watch enough whole Cubs games to say anything about defense on that on that front. Um, I'd argue Hassan Kim would have been really good to have in, maybe not as a starter, but at least as a reserve, as a shortstop. But also, he plays everywhere, so yeah, I don't know I where mean, you put Arcia him. Has, Arcia has better, yeah, like better. Arcia's uh, been, Arcia's been awesome. legit, better OPS, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Arcia has been awesome. Really, that whole Braves, dude, that whole Braves offense, man, come on, they've all been legit. Yeah, they've been great. Really, it's they just like great. step up Xander and Trey Turner. You know, I, honestly, yeah, no, for sure. honestly, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like Xander, Xander really should be playing well enough to be here. The fact that he's not even a reserve is crazy considering, you know, the bag that he that he got. Um, yeah. But other than that, like I have I have no real issues with with the uh, NL infield. I think it all makes all makes sense. You want yeah. to know a weird hill I'll die on? Sure. Yeah, Lamont Wade Jr. should be starting at first base. Actually, that's not where I was going with it, only because Freddie Freeman's been so good. But yeah. Lamont Wade not being on this All Star game, it's trash. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt Olson, Matt Olson, but yeah, Pete Alonso yeah. probably is his Alonso. Oh, that's named. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, my my weird hill is, uh, and it's not that. I think it's more that he's not on the roster at all than that who's starting over him. Sure. But it's that uh, Tyro Estrada is not on the like roster. He literally has the same war this season as Luis Arias. Like, their war is identical. Granted, it came out today, Tyro Estrada broke his hand. He wouldn't have been able to play anyways. Oof. But Tyro Estrada just does not get the love he deserves. I mean, him and Luis Arias are tied at 14th in, ba in the National League for war. Like, the dude's having a great season, and I don't know. Tyro Estrada should be on this team. I get why Luis Rise is starting over him, right? He's chasing the 400 batting average. I get it. But Tyro Estrada is not getting the love he deserves. But other than that, Sean Murphy, absolute star. Uh, Freddie Freeman, absolute star. Nolan Arenado for a bad Cardinals team. <laughs> I mean, and Probably for their best player, honestly, for as bad as his start of his season was, has he picked it up. Horrible start. Has picked yeah. it up like crazy. 
yeah, the fact that his the fact that he dragged his OPS back over 800 is honestly kind of impressive because <laughs> he was hit. It was rough. Yeah, yeah let me see sure. if I can actually find Luke it. Yeah, that's the, the home run derby participant. Hey, that yeah, which amazing. yeah, I saw that, which is wild. Sorry, I just have to say, Arenado, uh, his April numbers, he had an OPS of a 582. Mm. That is dinner time unreal his july ops is over a one dot arenado has has really brought it back so do want to give props because i know we dumped on everybody on the cardinals early oh yeah, yeah they were i mean playing like garbage rightfully they so still are garbage um yeah and then for outfield of the national league i mean acuna pretty straightforward acuna bets carol i don't think Ooh. literally anybody can argue with those three absolutely like, <laughs> no issues with that I mean, Acuna, literally the first player That's... ever. I just saw it on Twitter. He has like 40 stolen bases, 20 home runs, and like something else before the All Star break. Nobody's yep. ever done that. 40, which makes 40, sense. Like, 40 steals before the All Star break is so stupid. Yeah. That's an absurd. I mean, number. he's, yeah. Like, he could actually hit, oh, yeah, 20 home runs, 40 stolen bases, 50 RBIs. First person to ever do that before All Star break, which that's just absurd. We're chasing um, 40 80, dude. Yeah, if he gets 40-80, that is... That's a chase I want to watch. Like, the Luis Arias 400 is cool, but... Yeah, 40, 80 a 40-80 would be... 80 season would be... That would, that would I mean, be yeah, killer. talk about a 5-2 outfield there for the National League with Acuna, Betts, and Carroll. That yeah, is, seriously. That is about as scary of an outfield you could put yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know what the lineup's going to be like, but even if that's one, two, three, I'll take that, you know? <laughs> so what I'm curious about is for DH for the All-Star game. So the DH is J.D. Martinez. Yeah. Do they only pick a person who plays a significant portion of the game in DH? Is that, like, how they choose that? Because, like, otherwise, why is Juan Soto not the DH for this team? I don't know. Maybe they just they're, they've just been disappointed in Juan Soto. And they, even though he's been still, still made it as a reserve, nine twenty six OPS. Yeah, yeah. That has been good. (laughs) I just although although similarly had a slow start (laughs) or slower start. Nine twenty six OPS is absolutely ridiculous. I don't care how slow start it is. True. I mean, the dude still has fifteen bombs. I think it's that's more about the Padres being disappointing. For sure. Be honest. Uh, and then let's see who else on this National League team on the bench. We have Will Smith. You have Will Smith. Elias Diaz is the other catcher, which I would have loved to see some Patrick Bailey love. He just didn't play enough games. Uh, yeah. Also have to have somebody point, from Colorado. And Elias Diaz has yeah. had a monster season. He's been too, good. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he has been good, but I'm pretty sure Patrick Bailey already has more war than him. Like Patrick Bailey is an absolute sure. stud in the making. Just- just not going to qualify. Yeah, just not going to qualify. He's played, let's see how many games he played. He's played... Maybe a dozen? 35 games. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking of... Either oh, way. you're thinking of Luis Matos. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of Matos, who just came up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... yeah. So Elias Diaz on the season has 1.7 more, and Patrick Bailey has 1.5, so he's almost caught him in half the games. Yeah. Which, I mean, like I said, Patrick Bailey, or 75 games, less than half the games. Patrick Bailey never going to make it playing 30 games, but the kid's a stud. 
Yep. And, then, uh, and then the other the whole have, Braves Ozzie infield, Albies, <laughs> Pete the whole Alonso, Braves Matt infield. Olson, Austin Riley, and Dansby Swanson. It's it's the whole Braves. The, it's the entire Braves infield and the Braves' the previous year. shortstop. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's their entire starting out infield from last year. <laughs> yeah, it, literally yes. Plus their current shortstop, which is wild. Yeah, and then Pete Alonso, which is an interesting name. Nick Castellanos, Lourdes Gurriel, and Juan Rose Soto. Make. Do you guys have anyone who sticks out as like, why are they not on the team to you? Uh, let me see. I mean, I saw some Brandon Nimmo get thrown out there, but I don't see someone that I would for sure replace him with. Uh, Cattell Marte, Who's maybe over Washington's uh, one player. Ozzy Josiah Gray. Shout out Josiah Gray. Oh, Josiah Gray. I was going to say uh, one interesting name for them would have been uh, Jimer Candelario. He's actually having a really good year. Um, that would have been a really cool name for them. Like, I get why it's Josiah Gray, but like, I feel like Jimer's having the better season. Not yeah. saying Josiah Gray's not having a good season, but like, Jimer Candelario's having a career year for a guy who's kind of a journeyman baseball team player. Yeah, I also think. Not a couple places. Well, he was in Detroit for a while, but. Could have, uh, could have been good to see Lane Thomas as well from uh, from Washington. A little bit of a stacked outfield for both. All I mean, teams. Josiah Gray is having a great season. Young pitcher. We shouldn't yeah. take anything away from him. 3.3 no. ERA through 17 starts. The Nationals actually have some pretty good pitching this year, which is yeah. kind of funny. I do. Which... I think the biggest one for me, I would love to see Cattell Marte over Ozzy Albies. Ozzy Albies, really awesome year. Mm. But I think the, the Braves are, and they very well should be super represented, but I'd love to see just a little bit more. Do the Diamondbacks? Like, yeah, they got no. Guriel and Carroll. Uh, and okay. Then, well, and they, got they got a gallon, gallon too. They got gallons. But they got still, three pitchers, three I players. mean, Cattell Marte is just long time in the heart and soul of that team and is doing it again now that the team's being successful with that 867 OPS. So I'd love to see him in there. And I'm sure he'll be one of the top of the line injury replacements. But for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mar- Cattell Marte. And then for the National League pitching, we have Alexis Diaz, Camilo Duvall, Bryce Elder. Elder. Uh, Zach Gallen, Josiah Gray, Josh Hader, Mitch Keller, Clayton Kershaw, Justin Steele, Spencer Strider, Marcus Stroman, and Devin Williams. Uh, Alexis Diaz and Camilo Duvall, two of your league leading in uh, closers and saves. Uh, kind of surprising there's not more. Like you'd feel like with all the hype of the Reds, there'd be more Reds on this team, but they've all not played enough games. So yeah, it's all been super recent. Yeah, TJ yeah. Friedel's probably one. This is one guy that's really been doing yeah. it all year for them. When uh, did Spencer Steer come up? He's yeah, Spencer Steer's another name that's been talked about a bit. Yeah, because um, he was up early-ish. How many games has he played this year? He's played, yeah, he's played 82 games this year. That's pretty much every game for them. Has an 870 OPS, 14 bombs. So Spencer Steer is definitely a name that... Throw me a Spencer Steer in there. Why not? Yeah, yeah, that would have been a cool one to see. But the TJ Friedel one's a good shout for guys who missed out. Uh, I don't really have... I mean, Justin Steele is having a great season for the Cubs. Uh, Bryce Elder is a rookie having a great season for the Braves. Zach Gallon's a beast. Josh Hader's kind of interesting. I mean, is he having a good year? I feel like I haven't heard yeah. Lazardo is another one. Jesus Lazardo. Uh, Hader, Hader's having a good year, yes. Yeah. I feel like I haven't heard about him at all. Maybe that's just because the honestly, suck. Honestly, just because yeah, the Padres have not been great. Ooh. He's been awesome. Yeah. 
Jesus Lazardo, Blake Snell, two names that uh, could be thrown in there, though I don't see anyone that you could easily take, take out. out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Kershaw's going to get scratched because he just went on the injured list, so it will be interesting to see who takes his spot. Uh, yeah, maybe like a Logan Interesting-wise, if you look at pitching more, well, I don't think Logan Webb's had an all-star season so far. I mean, he's been good, but... He's been good. There's better pitchers. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wheeler is an interesting name that's on here. I mean, his pitching war is really good. Let me look at his pitching stats. He has the second highest uh, war of any pitcher. Eh, Four three ERA. He's. Yeah, that's interesting. How does he have so much war with a high ERA? Innings, strikeouts, and innings. Innings, babies. Ninety-eight innings, but like, yeah, that's very interesting. That high up on innings, but the hundred and twelve strikeouts is pretty good. Yeah. Very interesting. He's got that grit. (laughs) <laughs> you got that dog in him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about or the all-star really. teams? It's, it's pretty much what it is. I think I'm a little more interested at this point to see who drops out, who gets filled in, but also see the yeah. other uh, home run derby people. Cause I know, I think Pete Alonso's announced it. Mookie Betts, I think Rosarena, um, Rodriguez. Rodriguez has done it and has, has said it as well. So be interesting to see who else is in there. A lot of sort of not prototypical power hitters, which is really cool. So, you know, oh, I mean, did you guys say Rushman? Rushman's apparently in it. Oh too. yeah, Rushman. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rushman. Yeah. yeah, Rushman, Alonzo, Rosarena, Betts, Eladi, J Rod. Okay, that's the act current list. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> uh, you know what I just thought of right now? Uh, oh. Someone who's done it before and. I, you know, I don't think we'd be surprised if he never did it again. But going to the house that Ichiro built, Shohei yeah. Otani loves him some Ichiro. A lot of respect. You know, we might see him come in there. That's all I'm saying. That'd be fun. I'm saying. I feel like that would be really fun, but I don't know if this is that year. I mean, he does lead baseball on home runs right now, right? So, yep. He did it in Colorado. Be... That was awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when we'll see him again. I'm trying to think who would be someone else we'd want to see. Oh, well, yeah, but I feel like Gunya's not doing it. Yeah, but it'd be cool. That was the, the, cool. the question was who I wanted to see, Brian. This is fair. This is fair. <laughs> I want to see Matt Olson. Yeah. Ooh. That's a yeah. Good one. He's second in home fun. runs at 28. Jorge Soler would be a fun shout. He's oh, having a great year. I would. 22 home runs. I, uh, I'd also maybe like to see, obviously, uh, not an all-star snub, just on the on the front that I think I don't actually know if he qualified, but Tatis would be uh would be an interesting one. Yeah, Tatis would be a good one. Yeah, he's on the all-star game. I just realized. Yeah, he's not on not on the roster. I I don't I I think he either didn't qualify because he because of the suspension or because of just like I think he was just not on it, or he may have just not gotten voted. Games played, but yeah, I think he just didn't get the votes. Would still be cool I, I to see like him in there at some capacity. Matt Olson and Jorge Soler are the two guys I'd really like to see. Jorge Soler would Even be awesome both... too. Yeah, I mean, dude, I've oh yeah, we didn't mention him. He's also on the Ulster teams. Yeah, he's a DH. DH. But uh, honestly, I feel like Soler earned that starting DH over JD. JD. Am I crazy about saying that? I think, especially when you're thinking about how important his team. bat is for that team, I think yeah, yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh. Okay. What else do you guys want to talk about? 
Well, I mean, I, I feel mean, like there's there, a big story. I feel like there's an event we have to talk about because it's yeah. only the 24th time it's ever happened in Major League history. And that it's a is bittersweet moment. We saw and bittersweet's the wrong word. Well, yeah, mostly bitter. I don't the right word. Um, yeah, mostly bitter. We, uh, Domingo Hamran of the New York Yankees, uh, threw a perfect game, the 24th perfect game in MLB history against the Oakland Athletics in Oakland. Um, you know, I think <laughs> there's a lot of things that is, there's a lot of thoughts. Right. There's, there's yeah. always a lot of thoughts. And I think before we go all the way back and why we're sure. not super excited about this, I just want kind of want to talk about the season he's had, because, I mean, this is a guy who got suspended for using a foreign substance on his hand this season. Baseball is so weird. Like he's had up and down moments just within the season, like. We had problems with him cheating this year, and then we looked back into his past, and it's like, oh, he's just a bad person. <laughs> yeah, and like the two starts right before this, he got absolutely Felt. annihilated, absolutely destroyed. Yeah. He's had an atrocious June and July. Yeah, wild. It's uh, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you, the way that I view it is. I am so happy for guys like Gashioka. I'm so happy for other for like his battery mate for the other guys on the field because it mm -hmm. it takes the entire field oh, every Higgy time. He deserves it. And sure. there are guys on that Yankees team that that is such an awesome moment to be a part of. That is such a big game to be a part of. Um and I'm super super stoked for all of them. It is just a shame <laughs> that that moment had to be thrown by probably the worst person on that team to have to have had the ability to throw that game. I mean, you could argue Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. No, you, I mean, you probably not, not a great person. You could. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where I think obviously incredible baseball achievement. It just it's it, it is one of those things that sucks that it that uh it happens to be him <laughs> so yeah i yeah it's yeah not real i mean bittersweet in the sense of i'm bitter about who but it is still like uh you know it is it's still a, cool a very baseball big moment, baseball right? moment like i watched the ninth inning and it's like because i put on sports center and they cut to it live right and yep. it's like dude perfect game you're getting really excited about the moment like this is really cool and then you like get the realization of like, oh, it's Domingo Herman. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a confirm, <laughs> it's a confirmed domestic abuser and cheater, and, uh, like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, it's always a a tough thing for me, um, because, uh, I I mean personally, I am someone that does believe in second chances i don't think anything should ever be forgotten with what he did um but and honestly wouldn't be like against it if professional sports would be like you know what this isn't a normal job we have higher standards if you do that once you are out of our league forever it's not like mm -hmm. i would be against that mm -hmm. um but 
I don't know. It's just, it's just, it is just a weird thing though, too. Cause it's just like, you, you hope he's grown. Uh, and you know, it's cause a lot of these guys, it's just so crazy. They're freaking super like, young, a bunch of money. They get a bunch of power. Things go to their head and it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's horrible. He's done horrible things. I do not root for him in any way. I was <laughs> in the same boat as all of you where I was like, Oh, it's, Domingo Herman throwing a perfect game. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's just—I uh, think it's just a weird thing. I think to me, and I've obviously kind of said it before, but now I'll—I'll I'll kind of run through all of the names. To me, unlike the unlike perfect games, like so, the the most recent one before this was Felix Hernandez in, in twenty twelve, and then same season Matt Cain. Um, but to me, I think that this is going to be one of those. One of those baseball things that I remember for DJ LeMayhew and Anthony Rizzo and Stanton and Harrison Bader and Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner Falefa, yeah. Kyle Higashioka, and Volpe. Those are the guys that I'm going to remember on this way more than I care or remember about the fact that Domingo Harmon happened to be on the mound. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with Noah in the sense where, like, I'm like, second chances are important part of life right nobody's perfect all the time people mess up granted his i don't know, know if i want to call it a mess up but his, uh, mess up. his yeah his situation is obviously different than someone messing up right but people mess up and it's just hard like it it sucks for the people that had to experience the like the domestic abuse and then what our baseball fans and have to watch that right like there's an article written by that uh, I don't think I shared it with you guys actually, but like the title of the tweet is "I was on assignment and then I happened to be at a perfect game." I am also a survivor of abuse and harassment. This is what witnessing history was like for me, and like the articles about like her experience with her past watching the game, and like watch it, and it's just like it, it's a tough article to read, and it, it just I don't know, it's hard. Like I, this is the twenty fourth perfect game, and I care about twenty four pitching performances more than this. I'm going to count Galarraga because oh, I will absolutely stand on should count. No, I I agree. I will Galarraga. stand on the Galarraga Hill. I'm here yeah, for that one. He should be issued a perfect game. Yep, hundred <laughs> like, percent. So, but there's twenty four pitching performances that I will forever care about be for this. Like, and it just, it is what it is. I don't know. That's just kind of how I stand on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I'd rather wow, not talk really, about uh... him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, talk about. Uh... Let's, talk uh, about, about Brandon about... Let's talk about okay, Dane yeah. Dunning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dane Dunning. Dane Putting Dunning. Up a great performance for the Rangers. The Rangers are here to stay. Yeah. Damn they, right. They're a good team. <laughs> they are good. I'll say it. Yeah. I mean, they did lose this series against the Astros, I mean, but that whatever it is, what it is. It's um, okay. They're, look, they're on my MLB TV. Yeah. My team. I look, I was, uh, I was singing the praises of this, of this Rangers pitching staff. I love it. I love me some Dane Dunnan. I love me some yeah. John Gray, mm -hmm. Evaldi. They've been so solid. Martin Perez has had a rough year, but it doesn't matter when the rest of your rotation is as good as the, the Rangers have been. We awesome. we should uh, this is just a quick little side note, but we should revisit the uh, MLB TV draft we did mm. 
at like during the all-star break and kind of see how like the first halves went for oh my gosh yeah dude i i remember in that episode (laughs) i was just like i i really wanted to choose the diamondbacks but then Mm. the red Sox just fell to me and i was like i gotta go with my boys and you probably should have taken the diamondbacks in retrospect (laughs) (laughs) unlucky Uh, also blake sable hit a two-run homer for the giants let's go okay um that's all i wanted to say about that (laughs) and uh brandon belt not only disrespected logan webb's whole family he also curbs yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. Dude, that man, that interview was so funny. The interview with Brandon Belt before the He's uh Giants series fired. and uh you know Belt playing up against the Giants they they were asking him, you know, what he was looking forward to and he's looking forward to hitting against uh against Logan Webb saying, "I you know, I don't want to want to I don't want to do it. I just want to I, I was like, I don't want to uh you know, hurt his hurt his feelings, but I want to you know, disrespect him in front of his whole family. <laughs> yeah, Giants had a rough series against the Blue Jays. I mean, they won the first game, lost the next two. Uh, the one positive that comes out of that series for the Giants is Keaton Wynn had a really good performance in game two, I want to say. He pitched like the middle, like four or five innings. He's like a splitter heavy pitcher they have. I'm excited about Ke- Keaton Wynn. They're kind of expanding him out to be a starter now. I'm yeah. excited for it. It's a good series. Jays had a weird homestand, man. That was a weird series against the Giants and then just a rough one against the Red Sox. A couple of really close, sad loot losses uh, this weekend against Boston. Yeah, though another Brandon Belt shout-out had a two-homer game in that series against the Red Sox as yep. well. But funny, I was thinking about Red Sox and Jays last year. The Red Sox at the end of the year were thinking to themselves, it's like if we just went 500 against the Jays, we would be in a totally different spot because yep. the Jays owned them last year. And so far this year, the Red Sox are absolutely owning the Jays. Have the, I don't even know if the Jays have won. I don't believe the, the Jays Sox. have won against the Red Sox. Yeah, that um, it's the, you know, so the Jays might be saying the same thing the Red Sox were last year. It's like if we just won half of those games, we might have a wild card spot or better, you know, yeah, depending on where they end up. Uh, not just the Red Sox, but the that has been really the kryptonite of the Jays this whole year. I mean, obviously, all of these teams are good, but the Jays' record against the rest of the AL East is seven and 20. It's oh. rough. Um, they are. Uh, by a good margin have been the most beat up on team by their own division uh, in the AL East. Um, Everybody else is doing, is doing a good portion better. Um, And yeah, I think that's going to be, it's, it's going to be a similar discussion, especially if the Jays miss the playoffs, it's going to be like, dude, we got to beat our own division. We got to beat our rivals. You you can't let Boston do that to you. Um, You know, you got to take at least a couple. Um, so yeah, flip total flipping of the script from last year, but you know, huge flip is what it yeah. is. Um, but some good news for us as a podcast, Jazz Chisholm oh. is back, oh, yeah. and immediately with a three hit game, he's on a what? How many games is one? Two, three. He's on a little six game hit streak to start off his uh, you know, return from the IEL. Hitting a few bombs, including one to dead center in Fenway, which was just crazy. Like, I obviously, I know Jazz has that pop, but every time, just with how small he is, it's yeah. a little surprising. You're always just like, how? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, dude, I yeah, if he, if he comes back and he's like an all-star caliber player, then things get really, really interesting for the fish. 
because before the season he was talking all that mess. Well, he was on the cover of Emily's show and people were like, huh, I like, I love jazz, but is he a, you know, video game cover type guy? He's like, watch me. I'm going to play every single game this year. And then he hasn't done that. No, he didn't. But, <laughs> but if he can be big down the stretch, that's all that matters. Because, yeah, I mean, Jazz, Solaire, Arise in the playoffs. I mean, and it's Miami. A fun little trio. Miami can get loud. They are not for a lot of the season, but those WBC games <laughs> have shown us that Miami can get loud. So playoff games in Miami would be amazing. Uh, so yeah, give me that. Give me that. Yeah, I mean the the Miami Marlins right now the the numbers are are pretty wild considering you know this is a team that you know forty nine and thirty seven that puts them a win behind Texas and a win behind team tied with Texas the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, the only reason they are not division leaders is because the Braves exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you look at you look at the Marlins and you look at that record and then you see that that run differential negative twenty one right now, and it's like, man, so are are they good or or are they bad? Well, uh, their run differential against the rest of the MLB is plus thirty two, just against the Braves negative. 50 something <laughs> yeah so, so they've gotten really beat up by one team they've gotten destroyed by the braves and they've been really solid against the rest of the league um this miami marlins team is secretly kind of good they're awesome yeah um uh, yeah love to jumping see back a few, uh a few subjects going back to oh, that oh, jay's oh. red Sox series just want to give a quick shout out to jaron duran who Ugh. after uh having you know a very tumultuous start to his career where he was changing his batting stance every other day. Cause he couldn't figure it out. He was in at one point had his hands like separated while he was hitting. Wasn't Jaron uh, Duran also the one who watched a Rymel Tapia ball just sort of yes. go over his head in the outfield. <laughs> yes. and, and then he just kind of stared at it all funny while Tapia <laughs> ran around the yeah. bases. The redemption tour is in full swing. He's batting over 300 and he went five for five with four doubles against the jays on uh sunday he, he's only played 64 games this year and he already has 25 doubles like and i mean he uh smoked one ball that was like an inch away from being a home run but some of these it's just like he's making them doubles with his speed he is ridiculously fast and he's gonna push it and if you're you know not you're not busting it to a ball he's gonna take that extra base on you and he's a lot of fun to watch yeah definitely gotta see him playing every day definitely uh definitely turning singles into doubles better than bichette was oh yeah <laughs> bichette did not learn to not run on verdugo that's a gold glover in right field uh bichette had, bichette, a rough, he had a rough series one was just like a close play and you know yeah that but that one to second was it was genuinely i think a good decision to try to get it to, to a double just a better throw the yeah but good god the one going home oh man yeah That's... to end the game running through a stop sign get beat by, by a mile you know, <laughs> by, yeah, like, by a mile. not even close <laughs> yeah that's that's one that that's, uh that's one that haunts that you a little lovely. Uh, it's it's like that's if it's one of the things that uh i've i've learned to love and accept about Bo Bichette is dude just dude just goes hard all the time does not not always good decisions but dude goes hard all the time swings at damn near everything but then you realize that you know he fouls off half the stuff that he doesn't uh, that he doesn't hit into play and 
it's you know you, you gotta take the rough with the smooth he's, he's... that's just how your all-star closer kenley jansen and just how he drew it up outfield <laughs> assist just how you draw it up <laughs> So we have our first little bit of trade news, getting a little closer to the trade deadline. Mm. Uh, this Chapman was moved oh, from what? the Royals to the Rangers. Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know. Oh, that. you missed this. You yeah. Missed so Roldis Chapman yeah. is now a Texas Ranger. Dude. Uh, he's kind of slotting into the eighth inning role, the setup man to get them to Will Smith. Will Smith did get shelled today after Roldis Chapman got it to him. So in yeah. the crazy game. So yeah. That'll be a little interesting to watch. Does Chapman take over the closing role? Who knows? Uh, they traded a 25-year-old minor league pitcher, so probably just more like AAA pitching depth, and a 17-year-old outfield. So the Royals traded Chapman for some minor league pitching depth who maybe can get to the majors and uh, just an insane wild card in a 17-year-old outfielder. <laughs> yeah, but I love I love this move as a setup man, eighth-inning guy for the Rangers. Um, they've otherwise been hey. really leaning on Jose Leclerc and Leclerc's not bad, but he's also not great. Um, he's also not Chapman. He's also, yeah. <laughs> Who, and, and like Chapman had a bad year last year for sure, but Chapman's Chapman, been really good this year. And when Chapman's good, Chapman is good. And I mean, Chapman back to pumping well over a hundred, um, saw a couple hundred and two darts, <laughs> um, and yeah. also, also weaving in some of that off-speed stuff, which, oh my god, when Chapman throws 102 fastball high and then follows it up with something that just dives out of the zone and you swing at it and it's not even halfway to the plate. Oh, gross. But, you know, love to see, love, love to see the, the, the Rangers making that move. I, I like to see them going for it because I'm on that train. I was yeah, it's I, I, interesting. Yeah, nah, I'm conducting that train. <laughs> I was oh, on it early. I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> he's on. Good thing you're driving it for my MLB TV draft. <laughs> <laughs> you only <laughs> you only drafted him because I was on that train. No, it was the smart move, I think, based on the position. No, that's fair. Um <laughs> but yeah, no, first trades is is really fun to see. It's good to see, you know, Already teams who are Get saying we're, we're locking in. Okay. Um, and honestly, they may have got a better price for him getting him this early, right? Like, yeah. you gave up a 17-year-old wild card and a journeyman pitcher. Like, you're not really worried about that. I don't think journeyman's the right word. Uh, just a 25-year-old pitcher, you're not really worried yeah. about the value of too much. Um, yeah, it's also the kind of thing where, you know, you look at uh, you look at their outfield, and I think they're fairly happy with what they're already fielding out there. Not that it can't get better, yes. but... You know, but seventeen-year-old outfielder's not helping you anytime no, soon. Not anyways. helping you right now. <laughs> you got at least four years, best case scenario. Hey, you know probably, what? You know you what? Though I do want to bring this up because we could have brought it up last week, and I will bring it up briefly. But speaking of seventeen-year-old outfielders, uh, who were who were seeing a bunch of success uh, in Alec Manoa's first rehab start. Um, well, yeah, his first rehab start in the complex league went really badly, um, and I know a lot of people liked to uh, be like, "Haha, washed up." Mentioned it last week. I don't, like we kind of thought, like I don't think we mentioned it at all. We didn't bring it up oh, at all. Really? Was we that just about us talking about the, it? It was. It was yeah. on the dock, and we oh. talked about it pre-podcast, and we just didn't bring it up. Um, but uh, yeah, Manoa had his. He, so Manoa got demoted down to Florida Complex League. Had a start down there where he got absolutely shelled. I know a lot of people memed about it and were like, "Oh, haha, he's completely washed up." But people don't understand that when you're in the Florida Complex League doing stuff like that, it's typically you get told, "All right." 
all fastballs middle of the zone. Like this is like you're full on just you're focusing on like a pitch or you're focusing on like, you know, I want you to deliver just every pitch at this pace um, kind of things. And so, that yeah, kind of thing happens. or even if you have your full arsenal, it's like we want to see a first pitch strike every single every time. time. And, and then it's, it's more just like, like messing around, trying stuff. Yeah. yeah. And these you got young, super aggressive hitters that are just like, I'm going to try and get a hit off of Manoa. And yeah. if it's a first pitch strike every time, they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was just, it was a non story for me. Like, obviously, it's same. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a little eye popping, but it was just like, I've definitely I remember seeing Mad Bum when he was on the Giants and he was great go on a rehab start and have some crazy lines where it's like, he you know gave up 10 yeah. runs and it's like well yeah he's throwing fastballs so yeah he's throwing yeah. all heat and then but uh this weekend made his first what i would consider a real rehab start he got pushed up to double a playing for the fisher cats which oh. love the new hampshire fisher cats um five innings only gave up three hits and one run 10 strikeouts still walked a few guys and hit a batter um but even really good manoa was doing stuff like that um but you know it- that's a lot I think better. I think it's important to clarify, though. These aren't rehab starts. Like, no, no, he no. He wasn't down hurt. He was down because he sucked. Well, like, yeah, frankly. yeah. No, and but that's still wrong. Right. Well, yeah, something's wrong. Thing. And like he's working on it. I just which I would. I st- but that's the thing. I still would consider that you're rehabilitating him from being emotions. awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you're you're potentially rehabilitating a bad habit or rehabilitating a bad like tendency or something or... like that or or whatever it happens to be. I think that it's yeah. I, I still I still put him under rehab starts. Right. Like like okay. it's not like he was sent yeah all right, whatever either he way but rehab is a point choice is. for the player this was not a choice yeah. for the player yes <laughs> he was upset about um, being sent down yeah either yeah. way he and like down. i'm sure manoa will figure it out and like yes honestly i don't know like when do we see him next that's Probably. exactly what i was gonna so, ask i heard yeah. on uh baseball today them saying do we see manoa again this year and i was like i hadn't so, even thought about that so Him- yeah the interesting thing for me is a mix of how confident they are in bringing him back, but also the wrinkle that Hyunjin Ryu brings into the team because Hyunjin Ryu is throwing. He's potentially back before the end of this month um, or at the very least uh, throwing. I mean, we could very well see double A starts where it's uh, Manoa and then Ryu, which could be funny um, because mm-hmm. they, they are very, very potentially both going to be <laughs> on the same team just in double A. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, that's another interesting wrinkle where it's like, OK, cool. So mm-hmm. you bring Manoa back and you bring, you know, Ryu back in and now you're up to six starters again. And now you're kind of in a kind of a weird position that way. So do you hold Manoa down longer and really let him figure it out? Or do you delay somebody like Ryu? So it, it'll it'll Blue be interesting Jays, to see. Do the Blue Jays like only use double A for rehab or do they use because like the Giants don't use double A at all because they're double A teams in Virginia. Yeah, so they use they use low A and triple A mainly for the Giants. So, so like, the Jays you the Jays use double A for rehab a lot because it's New Hampshire um, okay, and their triple A team is in Dunedin, Florida, which is a yeah, lot farther yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, well, like the Giants have low A in San Jose and triple A in Sacramento. Exactly. So like you see a lot of that. Exactly. And yeah, like San Francisco double A is before, Richmond, yeah. right? In like Virginia. So yeah, in Virginia. Yeah. So, so a lot of it's like proximity. Alex Cobb did. 
Yeah, Alex Cobb did his rehab start in San Jose, and he pitched like four innings and had nine strikeouts in low A. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you're ready. Yeah, so typically, at least from what I've seen with the Jays, is guys that are unlikely to be to to be brought back in quickly or are just like, hey, this is experience kind of minor league stuff. They'll play in Dunedin. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I would expect Manoa and or Ryu to be playing in double a um probably for the duration they might give they might give each of them so like, like a triple a start <laughs> but i, I wouldn't expect we... them to be there long oh probably like, you probably not usually rehab you just stick at one level the player doesn't want to be traveling around yeah um what will be interesting is like what is the conditions for mino to get back like are they waiting for a one dominant start do they want to see like two, three dominant starts in a row. Like that's what I think is going to be interesting. And like how, I don't know, desperate the right is the right word, but like, I, at I, what point does it, where the Padres are like, we need to call him up. Even Padres? if he's not ready or, or sorry, Padres, <laughs> not Padres. my bad. My mind is no, no, you're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I think um, if I had to guess, I would say that the, it's it's partly how good does Manoa look slash feel. Um, but I also think it's going to be somewhat contingent on um, how well guys like Trevor Richards um, and the rest of that pen that are doing longer relief stuff are doing on those sort of semi bullpen days that the Jays have been doing. Um, Trevor Richards has looked awesome. He's looked really, really good in his short starts. Um, he's made three starts. They've all been really solid. They're not like opener starts. They're not like single innings. They tend to be like, I think, three or four or something like that. You're talking about Richards? Trevor Richards. Yeah, he pitched really well against Giants. Yeah. <laughs> he's been he's been solid. Um, I mean, let's see if I can actually find his uh, starts. Yeah, his, his one against the Giants was a three-inning start. Um, and then... He's had a couple other, yeah, he had another three-inning start and then a one-inning start. Um, so Trevor Richards has done really well in in the handful of games that he's started. I think that they're, the, the Blue Jays' sort of rush to get Manoa in is going to be contingent on how well those bullpen kind of days are doing. Um, and also, like, if Manoa is still looking shaky, but Ryu is ready to come back, they're going to bring Ryu back first. And then, or at the very least, attempt to uh, bring Ryu back first, I would think. Um, so, and, yeah, and we're probably not going to see out. Manoa for a cool minute. Then. So, yeah, well, because Ryu is also the guy you're paying a lot of money. I yes. Mean, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. Uh, but I think, sorry, the we've talked before about the Giants having older uh, ball attendants. Uh, a tragic <laughs> attempt was just made down the first baseline. Uh, I'm watching the game too. I saw it. But yeah, I think with Manoa, it's he is going to absolutely need to force their hand in calling yes. him back up because uh, he's also a long-term asset. And, you know, we're going to see him back next year for sure. I, I don't have a doubt in my mind about that. But um, but yeah, yeah it, I just think it's he's going to need his that ball guy wasn't even that old either. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> that, was, that was like a younger ball guy. <laughs> he fell like an old man though. So, <laughs> but like, no, that I, dude was probably in his sixties, like funny. early. 60s. Not even 
Not even. Yeah, he might be in his fifties, honestly. 50s, okay. Yeah. Either either way, no, I I agree with what you're okay, saying. No, I, so bad. Sorry. I do think I do think Manoa would have to. He's Manoa's gonna want to come back soon. That's just the way that that dude is. He wants a big league paycheck. That dude wants. Oh, yeah. That dude that's, wants that's to be true. pitching on a blue on a Blue Jays mound. He does not want to be pitching I, I mean, in New Hampshire. Um, I'm sure if you ask any minor league pitcher, oh, hundred percent would want to be on the big league mound. Hundred percent. But I also think yeah. that there are major league pitchers who, uh, uh, there's a lot of them that I would name above Manoa as people who, if their manager told them. Hey, dude, you're not doing well. We're putting you in double A. There's a lot of other pitchers in Major League Baseball who'd go, "Yeah, I get that." <laughs> Manoa yeah. would. Manoa's not going to do that. <laughs> He's going to be like, "Nah, I don't I mean, care. Put me out there." <laughs> so I, I don't I, know if I necessarily agree with that. I feel like most pitchers get mad. like most people get mad when they get sent down, regardless. Like, sure, but I don't think hey. they fight it as hard. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody's uh, a consummate professional, um, but uh, I mean I I imagine most of them are. But it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, I don't run the Blue Jays. Shocking, I know. But uh, so I I don't actually get to make the decisions or know what the decisions might be. But I can I can guess. I can guess with the best yeah. of them. Well, we will see. Do you guys have anything else for this week? I feel like this was a rather long one. Yeah, go. Go Red Sox. They actually won some games. Uh, they're still mid, but go Red Sox. Go <laughs> Shohei Otani. Oh, yeah. Because I want him to get another MVP. He deserves it. And rest up fast, Tyro. I miss you already. Yep. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you guys next week. Hey. Happy 4th goodbye. of July. Oh, yeah. Now goodbye. <laughs>